Welcome to episode 31 of the Travelling Wellness Show. Today I'm on the Gold Coast of Australia to chat with health and fitness influencer Emily Skye, as well as her partner Declan Redman. Oh, another fitness influencer, I hear you ask? Not even for a minute. And as you'll hear shortly, Emily Skye is different, unique in fact, in a way which words are very hard to describe. Sure, she's sexy, she's sassy, and she's the usual shot of aspiration for younger and older girls alike, but she's far more than that too. She's scarred, she's brave, she's evolved, and she's very, very real. She shows much more than just skin, and her near 11 million Facebook followers alone are testament to the fact that there really is just something about Emily Skye. The Emily Sky brand has become an incredible source of inspiration for women around the world as Emily and her team set out to help women simply be the best them that they can be via her online nutritional and training programs, which quite simply laid down the necessary foundations for lasting change. Of special interest to me, however, is the massive change which has just embarked in M and Dex's personal lives with the recent addition of beautiful baby Mia. Now, any parent out there understands the deliberate shift which a child places on business momentum and relationships. And so, we're here today to chat with the guys about life, about parenthood, and of course, about all things Emily Sky. Today's show is proudly brought to you by Cell Charge, the world's most potent fulvic superfood. Check it out at cellcharge.com.au and also by the Emily Sky Fit app. If you're time or information poor, let me assure you that Emily's new Fit app program is a game changer in fitness usability, function and results. You can train with Emily in real time either in a gym or from the comfort of your own lounge room and not only be inspired by Emily, but led and instructed in a way that only Emily can do. So jump onto your favorite app store and enjoy the first week free as you make the shift towards a better you. Now sit back, grab a protein shake, and get ready for what really was a great laugh. Please enjoy the show, guys. listening to Caravan Conversations with Shannon Brenton. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. Caravan Conversations is proudly produced by PSE Supplements and explores general health, nutrition and lifestyle with one of Australia's most experienced clinicians. Now, let's get into the show. Well, we are recording. Welcome everyone to this episode of the Travelling Wellness Show. I'm Shannon Brenton, your host, and this week I think I've travelled a an entire 12.4 kilometres, if, <laughs> if my odometer serves me correct, which is a lot less than last week's 500 k's, let me assure you. But uh, look, guys, I'm here with, um, well, I'm here more than anything who I'm with. I'm here to tell you a really cool story of what really is one of the largest uh, and best um, social and fitness influencing brands in the world, the Emily Sky franchise. I'm, of course, sitting here with the namesake herself, Emily Sky, as well as her partner, both in life and in business, uh, Declan Redman, or Deck, as we'll talk to him today. Mate, I was just thinking before the way, are you lucky I'm not bloody Kiwi or something with that name of yours? Dick. Yeah, I call him that day. every day. Dick. 
Oh, yeah. good. It's like, it's like when M does videos and, and says, oh, Dick, this, Dick, that. All the Americans think, yeah. what are you calling your boyfriend, Dick? They Dick actually think your name's Dick, yeah. <laughs> I love it. How, how hysterical. <laughs> look, but, uh, look, I've got a really cool show for you today, guys. And for me, it's the reason it's so cool is it's really a very nice representation of energy and flow. It's almost that perfect kind of combination of yin and yang. You've got, you know, really in no uncertain terms, beauty queen meets, you know, army special ops <laughs> trooper. And uh, I think it's a really cool story as to uh, what can be achieved when these energies can actually come together and collide, either when we can internalise them within ourselves and be, you know, the best balance of who we are, or in this case, where we can find what's lacking in ourselves in someone else and bring it together and, and be a full team. Before we get on to today's show, though, um, just a little bit on last week's show with Celebrity chef pete evans uh, i've had a lot of feedback from you guys and one particular aha moment which i think has relevance um to this show as well as every other show and every other person listening in the fact that at one point pete was talking about a conversation he had just a flowy conversation with uh, co-author and uh, naturopath also an old ex-uni mate of mine helen patteron when she put in uh, no uncertain terms the fact that part of the success of life is about finding one thing that blows your skirt up, one thing that you love, one thing that you're passionate about that you can do without any involvement from anyone else. So without there having to be anyone else that turns up or is involved or is there at that time, no one you need to rely on. Finding that one thing that you actually love and love to do and do it regularly and keep it, keep at it. It's a really, really important process. And I found that a lot of people have got back to me and said, you know what, Shannon, that comment that um, Pete spoke about in finding that thing, it really highlighted for me an aspect in myself and in my life that I think is significantly missing. So thank you guys so much for that feedback. I think it's a, it's a wonderful thing to be able to understand in your life that um, you know, sometimes living through the stories of others, we can find what we can do in our lives to make it better in these times. So that's pretty cool. But to today's show... Um, I've got a third little person here, which is nice, baby <laughs> Mia. How old's Mia, guys? Six months. Six months. And Very she's nice. Been, she's been super well behaved right now, which is fantastic. Yeah, Look at no, her. She's just No doubt we'll it. get some screaming and crying. Uh, we'll, and that's, see. Yeah. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. That's not deck guys having his balls squeezed. It's, <laughs> it's just not this Mia. time. Not this time. Exactly right. So congrats, guys, on Mia. Uh, an Thank amazing you. life shift. Thank you know, you. A massive change. I, I will start by saying uh, to you, Emily, can fart. Can't she? Oh, <laughs> little Mia. Hello. My goodness. Yeah, she does. Takes after her dad, does she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you know what? She likes saving them up for us. It, it's funny you say that because <laughs> I thought to myself, I'm scrolling your social media pages and there's just, you know, perfection after perfection like you find with fitness models. Yeah. And I thought, I bet she takes after her mother. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping uh, Deck might be able to confirm or deny no that for me. No comment. So, um... Just to that little quote that I said from last week's episode, guys, about finding that one thing that you're passionate about and doing it and doing it regularly. Does that kind of sit with you guys? Is is that fitness for you, Em? Yeah, definitely. Um, when I first got into fitness, probably about eight years ago now, eight and a half years ago, I fell in love with it and in love with the lifestyle and I just knew I had to make that a career for myself so I yeah. could, you know, obviously enjoy it as well. Yeah, do it and get paid for it. It's a perfect <laughs> yeah, combination really, isn't it? But, yeah. it's but it's easy. It's almost like it's not working, you know, when you talk about something that you have passion for it's not work you yeah. know it's uh it's something that just comes naturally it's it's you're not laboring to do something so i think for for him with fitness it's just it's always come it's like that saying do it you love and never work a day in your exactly, life exactly yeah, yeah yeah as cliche as it is it's so true though and what have you got for yourself deck you got anything that you like to do is it training for you as well or? yeah i mean definitely for me i think training is um uh, and just you know physical exercise in general is just is therapy yeah um and you know i need to do it um, as often as I can, you know, with this little one now, and it, it, it makes life a little bit harder because you know you got to work and you, 
you're not going to be a dad to, to Mia and I've got to find time to do everything else as well. But it's definitely something for me that has always been really the center of gravity for me is yeah. that, you know, um, being healthy, being active. And <laughs> she's, she's just like, oh, she's cute as a bug's ear, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> she wants to be involved in the convo. I bet she does. Yeah. Sorry, mate. What, no. what were you saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> babies, babies always have a way of sidetracking people. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So it's always been really, really important for me. Um, just, you know, as part of my lifestyle, I think. Uh, you know, you see a lot of problems these days with people um, with, you know, whether it be depression or, you know, other, you know, problems in their life. And uh, I just think that, you know, physical activity and physical exercise and, 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 and living healthy can go a long, long way to solve those things. So, mm. you know, for me, it's been it's been great. You know, I was in the army for 13 years and um, now that I've sort of finished with that part of my life and transitioned out of it, it's it's really super important for me to just, you know, stay uh, stay focused and, you know, uh, have a lot of energy and, and all those good things is, yeah. If, if I don't, I, no, I notice if I don't train, mm. I, I really see a bit of a decline in my mood. And Oh, I and, notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bet you so. We're both the same <laughs> yeah. though, aren't we? Oh, we're both the same, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So when we travel and we're away for weeks at a time, and it's hard to get to a gym or it's hard to eat healthy because you're on the road. Yeah, it's, it, it does make things really tough. So do you guys train together or are you train apart? Uh, we, <laughs> we, we go to the gym together usually. Yeah, and do your uh, own thing. It's a bit different at the moment with Mia, but um, yeah, we would part ways and do our own thing. Yeah, we'll sort of yeah. high five on the way in and yeah. see you later. And then I don't train like Dex's workouts. Yeah, and I don't like Em's workouts. So. <laughs> oh, you sound yeah. like Michelle and I, exactly <laughs> the same. Yeah. Love each other to death, both but, train, both yeah. enjoy it, but uh, can't train together. Yeah, no, exactly. you need some time apart, don't yeah, you? Yeah, for sure. 100%. Yeah. So your life, Em, you, know, you are obviously the uh, the figurehead of the Emily Sky business. Surprise, surprise. Tell me... Uh, your life wasn't always so sweet, yeah? You started yeah. your life with some, some issues. I know you've been quite public about those issues, battles with depression, battles with uh, suicidal ideations and, and such thoughts. Um, life now, of course, we step forward. It's amazing. It's fantastic. But at the beginning, it started, there was scarcity of food. There was scarcity of money. There was an upbringing there, you know, with a, an absent father. Yeah. Um, tell us about this kind of transition from... Emily, who she was, to Emily, yeah. who she's become. I'll try to keep it short because I can sort of go on for a long time with this. But uh, ever since I was a little girl, I think I was about two and a half when my dad left and my sister was just born, I, um, I've always been, I guess, unhappy and felt like I was unworthy of love. Um, having a broken family is difficult. I know it's so common these days. So I really feel for people that go through the same sort of thing. Um, but then fast forward to my teen years, I always had this strange sort of, um, I don't know how to explain it, but around men, I always felt like I couldn't find um, someone to love me for me because my dad left. I had this, I didn't quite understand what love was, put it that way. Mm. And then um, I went through some bad relationships that were abusive. And then, then I was about 24, 25 and I met Declan. So I'd had a few horrible boyfriends by that stage. But I was really depressed. I was insecure. I suffered anxiety. I was suicidal. Of course, Mia's playing up now. Um, I was suicidal as well. And I just hated myself and my life. I really didn't want to live anymore. Mm. And then um, I did try to end it when I was about 18, 19. That so was, over. was a suicide attempt. Yeah. 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 Um, but I'm glad it didn't happen. You were ruthlessly I mean, bullied, yeah. though, too, during school. Yeah. Yeah, I forget yeah. about things like that. It's good having you here, Deck. <laughs> what, yeah. what were you bullied about? Oh, I don't really understand what, but they called me frog, frog eyes and Googles. And 
I don't know what it was. I didn't do anything. I was quite shy. Mm. But the girls would just say, you know, say nasty things. And when I walked by, they'd make frog noises and... Mm. You know what it's like with bullies, though? They always sort of pick the weakest of the herd and they'll single them out and, you know, for their own sort of amusement and enjoyment. Yeah, and their own insecurities, of course. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So Yeah, so you're sort of dealing with being unhappy with yourself and having that broken family as well and not feeling worthy and then going to school and dealing with that as well is pretty difficult. Mm, it's just torment after torment. Yeah, and felt like I couldn't escape it. So I just hated myself. I thought it was me. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, years later... I met Deck, <laughs> my saviour. <laughs> yeah, but he was a huge part of helping me change, especially to become more positive and get a better perspective because I was very much the person who was like, woe is me sort yeah. of thing. And everyone's got their shit. Everyone goes through stuff in life. Mm. No one has the perfect life, even though it might appear that way online. Yeah. Um, but Deck really helped shift that for me. And I started exercising and, and eating healthy food and then, being more positive with myself and I removed a lot of negativity out of my life. So whether it was people or in my own head, I just worked really hard to get rid of it. Mm. I mean, you can't get rid of it all, but if you can eliminate a lot of it, then it helps a lot. And I uh, fell in love with the lifestyle of being fit and active. Fit and active, fit and healthy. <laughs> fit mm. and active, same thing, Em. And yeah, the rest is history. I, I knew that I was I was meant to do that. Like I loved, I just was so passionate about health and fitness and I wanted to tell the world and I went around and told all my friends and family and said, you need to start doing this. It's it's like a, I don't know, a, a drug, like a good drug, a happy drug. Mm. And yeah, I was just obsessed with it. And but it's sort of ironic how you sort of gravitated towards modeling even before you started in fitness. Yeah. When you had such self-esteem issues, you'd think they're sort doesn't of really ca- make sense. counterintuitive, eh? You know, you think... Um, someone who's putting themselves out there in that in that aspect as a, as a model, but really, I mean, but it's so common though. It's so so common. You it see, was a way for me to try yeah. to get some sort of attention, but feel like I was loved because yeah. I thought the attention was, was the love. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's not. It does the opposite. Hundred yeah. percent, it does. Yeah. yeah. So, and what was modelling like for you? I enjoyed the creative side of it, but not the competitive side of it. I didn't like being judged. Judged. Yeah. yeah. Would have been very very difficult. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, there's not many people that like being judged, really, mm. unless you're in a competitive sport, mm. you know, and you choose to do that. But, yeah, it's not it's not easy going to different castings and then having knockbacks, and especially when you're an insecure person like I was. It just added to that. Mm. So Declan was literally the first representation of acceptance for you in many ways, particularly yeah. from a man. Yeah, yeah. Someone that came in, loved you for who you were. Exactly. Talked yeah. you up, built you up. Yeah. Yeah. Is, had you found... Um, training before deck properly or it was really? just before but not properly i was i was interested in it and i'd already made the choice to start getting fit and start getting healthier and i was researching but then i met deck we have a story too with our relationship but anyway i'd already <laughs> met him years ago but <laughs> yeah, we were friends. Um, yeah but then we started hanging out more and he taught me a lot more about weightlifting because i wasn't i didn't really know what i was doing i was sort of a cardio machine girl yeah yeah that makes me depressed even hearing it. Bro- broccoli, yeah. broccoli and chicken. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah broccoli yeah. and chicken. Diet. R- running around. Cauliflower like, if you're on a good day. I was tiny. T- 10% body fat, f- 45 oh kilos, God. ringing wet. Like, yep. just, But it's kind yeah. of taking one obsession to another. Mm. You know, like before I was obsessed with cardio and I wasn't eating much and then I started getting healthier and fitter, but it still wasn't quite there yet because I was. I thought it was about boiling up all your food and, and doing hours of... So where's the obsession up? now, Em? The obsession, I guess, is building my business. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm no longer obsessed with how I look or being as lean as possible. That's like, I just want to feel good. That's yep. my priority. 
but I can put that obsessive sort of nature, I guess, into my business and building that further, which is what I did at the start all those years ago. And it's probably why I've got so many you know, followers and how, why it's so big now. But Obviously, it's, it's, it's a lot of But it's things, as a means but... to, to change people's lives. So when you say build your business, it's yeah. it's building your business in order to influence the decision-making and, and, and the lives of others. Yeah, it's a rental legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's Definitely. more an externalisation yeah. for others yeah. rather than yourself. In order, to, in order to reach more people, you have to inherently just grow your business. That's just... You know, one doesn't go without the other. So, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So tell me, um, I find it very interesting. I've got this young girl with so many issues, depression, anxiety. Um, I'm not lovable. I'm not good enough. I'm not enough, essentially. Yeah. We're all looking for our enough. I think that's a big part of life and who we are. But it, it interests me that, that there must have been a, a strength and conviction underneath there somewhere, right? Yep. Someone that wants to kill themselves will. You know, like you yeah, can take exactly. some pills and not die. You can also go jump off a fucking building and you're dead and fix the yep. whole thing right here and now. There must have been something in you, a yearning or, or like a deeper kind of connection mm-hmm. somewhere that on some level, a spiritual level perhaps, or something you knew things would be all right? Is, is, that, I did, is that true yeah. to say? There yeah. was, it was like there was something deep inside that always knew I was going to do something good and, and quite big. Yes. And I couldn't make sense of it because he was I really insecure. I was shy. I had nothing going for me. I wasn't on the right path. So I couldn't see how it was going to come together and make sense. Mm. It was like I was two different people. But I always knew there was I was going to be something like what I'm doing now. So how was it then at first putting yourself out there on that public stage? I can only imagine, like, you've got nearly, nearly 11 million followers on Facebook alone, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, you know, you're the pin-up, you're the face behind the business. I would imagine, as anyone would, that that would be a very confronting and difficult place for a person with self-esteem issues yep. to sit. Yeah, and I guess it was at a point in my life where I'd started working on myself and I was getting more confident yep. and I was excited about it. So I just saw it, at a, it as a way to share my experiences and how I got through these hurdles and, and struggles and things like that so that other people can see what I've done and hopefully make changes too and they sort of see a light at the end of the tunnel as well. So did the confidence come from building the body? Um, I guess it's the process of it. it was, it's all about experiencing things and um, I mean I, I loved certain parts of it. I, I competed at one stage as well and I did a few different competitions and I hated and loved it at the same time because I loved having something to work towards and I yeah. I thought it was really cool to have abs and have muscle and be able to flex and be strong. But right now, that's not what makes me happy. It's still yeah. a cool thing, but um, it's more about how I feel and mentally as well. That's but it's more about the goal orientation than the actual yes. physical outcome of a shit hot yeah. body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. that makes complete yeah. sense. How, how has it made you feel, Em? Uh, Deck and I had a coffee last week and discussed this, and uh, it really um, rang true for me. I thought I can see how that would have been difficult for her. Dex said that when you first started out and your um, online social presence really started to come up, people would notice you in the street, see you down <laughs> the road or something, and you just wouldn't cope very well with yeah, being... Yeah, I know, didn't know how to deal with that to, to cope. How, Tell me about that. I guess I was embarrassed. Because I, I was used to people... Maybe I associated it with school and, and having people look at me and talk about me, but in a negative sort of way. Yeah. So I thought that when they were looking at me and talking about me, it was they were saying something bad about me. So yeah. I, then I felt that thing, uh, that insecurity come back. Brought up the old wound. Yeah, and yeah. I was almost embarrassed. It's really hard to explain, but even when I achieved things earlier on, I was embarrassed by them. Yes. 
even though they were good. Mm. It took a long time to get over that and realise, hey, I should be proud of myself and own it. Yeah. Well, you having know? your name written in Stand lights tall. is, is yeah. a hard thing, isn't it? You know, yeah. and have everyone put all that attention on you. Yeah. Attention for you in the past was a negative thing. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, we've got to come to the realisation that attention's a positive thing. Yeah, exactly. And that I can do cool things in the world to change it. Yeah. What did you notice, Deck? You know, you're yeah, the supportive uh, partner at this point. What are you seeing? I guess when it really first started to get some legs and, you know, um, people were stopping him in the street and whatnot, there was, you know... I've, totally agree with what em was saying she's it, it she was embarrassed by it she was shy but from the other person's perspective like you know me stepping out of the situation being an outsider looking in it sort of almost came across as rude and yeah. arrogant yeah and i think like very early on in the on the piece i had a conversation with em saying um you know there's a reason why you're doing all this stuff to reach people and this is sort of the the manifestation of that they're coming up to you in the street saying how you know, you've positively influenced their lives or changed their lives or whatever it is, embrace it because what are you doing it for otherwise, yeah. you know? And, you know, so somebody comes up to you in the street, for one, they're probably shitting themselves mm. um, and they've had to sort of, you know... Yeah, pull uh, their big boy shorts on exactly, big girl shorts Exactly, you know, you. and, yeah. you know, they're probably... And there's been times where, you know, we've been stopped in like LAX and, and girls are like... Like they're like freaking having an epileptic fit. They're like losing their shit, right? They're freaking out. They thought the Beatles walked through. Oh, the you know, <laughs> so I mean, you've got to sort of, you've got to embrace that. That's part and parcel of it. And you know, I think M's done such a like amazing job from where it all started um, to to where she is now. It's yeah. I mean, it's like two different people altogether. You haven't done what you've done for notoriety, though, right? Notoriety's yeah. to sort of come as a as a byproduct of the purpose. Yeah, it's it's sort of I guess it's a bit of both because I've deliberately tried to make make changes but then I've also um grown as well through the process and things have just sort of happened. It's hard to explain but yeah, it, I think it's just all part of it and then I'll realize oh I can actually deal with that now and I wasn't actually trying to change that part of me but yeah, I can yeah. you know that's different now. So it's a bit of both but I did I was it was very deliberate making changes within myself and Yeah. Yeah, and, and they were hard. You know, they were hard. Like, you know, for for me, I'm a very direct person, and I'm sort of, you know, I don't sort of really beat around the bush much. And you know, for, you know, <laughs> I never would have noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm the opposite. <laughs> but yeah, I guess this for is em, the yin and the yang, yes. exactly. Yeah, totally. And I guess for for Anne, that was that was pretty tough when, you know, as as her partner, I don't want to overstep, but at the same time, I don't want to see her being used as the doormat and and just people just straight out. Um, you know, walking all over her, and yeah. you know those those, especially earlier on on the piece. Um, you know, M, like she said, she removed certain aspects of her life for for her own sort of well being and her uh, like friends, for example, or or different sort of you know just problems that were arising because of for whatever reason, just removing those. That can be pretty tough. It can be pretty tough saying to somebody, hey, you know what. You know, we've got history, but I don't want I don't want to be a part of what whatever it is mm. that you are anymore. Yeah. Um you do you, I'll do me and You're we'll breaking just, up yeah, with someone. It is totally. Yeah. And that's tough. Um, but there was a lot of that going on and you know, it required I think a lot of a lot of um inner strength to be able to say to somebody, um, or a group of people, You're not good for me. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, but I'm gonna go over here and live my life and you know, good on you and particularly hard for side. someone who had a limited self belief, yeah. low self esteem. I yeah. imagine it's almost like you know, yeah. nose in the air. I'm I'm better yeah. than you type thing. And that's mm. how I uh, sort of saw myself as well. I couldn't un- I couldn't get my head around. Hey, I'm all I'm doing is having. Um, I I'm, I know my worth, and I I'm just standing up for myself. And mm. I think everyone should do that. But it's hard not to see that as I think I'm too good. Exactly as you so said. Tell us what what was it about these people. 
that was creating a handbrake for you in your life in being able to move forward? Um, it's not that it was their fault. I guess they were insecure too. Everyone's dealing with their own issues. But I had some friends that were in the modelling industry and mm. so was I. And we here we were all young, insecure girls in a competitive industry. Yeah. It's not healthy for yeah. anyone. And when you're friends with someone and you're going for the same jobs, it really is not a good situation to be in. And I guess um, we... we dealt with it in different ways and this particular girl she was my best friend um I think maybe she was jealous of certain things if I would get a job I couldn't see it at the time but if I would get a job and she wouldn't then she'd do everything she can she could to sabotage it and and then just remarks like when I first started changing my life and getting fitter and I was building some muscle she would say things like you're looking manly you you look too much it's disgusting and we're doing boxing one day and she was looking at my arms and I was actually happy with how I was going and I, I loved the way I felt. Mm. And then she looked at me and said, that's disgusting. You look like a man right now. And I felt like, oh, like here I, I've I found something that I love. Makes and I you feel, feel good about yourself, eh? Yeah. Hey? And that's, mm. you know, friends shouldn't do that. So, and it's, as, as I was saying, it's not her fault. I'm not blaming her, but it just wasn't a good situation. We weren't good together yeah. as friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the business, right? Looks is one thing, and for every you know attractive fitness model type, there's you know a thousand more out there on the next street corner. Um, not being derogatory, <laughs> yeah, of course, but just saying as, yeah, as it right, is, yeah. to create an empire and a business takes much more than just looks, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, you've got you know an agency of people, and you guys are making this you know what it is, which is fantastic. What impact uh, has Deck had on this for you? He's obviously oh. highly methodical in his thinking. Yeah. You know, coming from the army, where it's all about you know cause and effect. Like we're going to go and do that to make this happen obviously that's a very very yeah. good business mind yeah. how's that been for you in being able to sort of entangle all this shit yeah. into some kind of structure it's been awesome but horrible at the same time because <laughs> i'm the complete opposite in yeah. in every sort of way aren't i totally i mean I, I do we be, have anything in if common? you were to if you were to if you, if you were to like have some dating show like perfect match or whatever and you had em on one side of me and the but other maybe that's why it works everyone yeah. want to be like these two they're just not going to work the it's classic not, yeah. opposite it's not going to happen case. but yeah. i needed him because i was so extreme on the other end of it i needed you to sort of balance me out and bring me back yeah you know and yeah. um give me help me with the confidence and and with structure and getting getting shit done yeah. <laughs> so i'm really bad at that so I, what is oh. it about him that's kept you in this army. conditional the relationship <laughs> oh what's kept yeah, me what, what, what are the what are oh, the we got a baby now so i'm stuck yeah. <laughs> can't go anywhere now can you <laughs> well in the beginning he he used to tell me that I could do whatever I wanted to do and I always thought that I'm wow. not good enough for this. And That's massive for you, Emily, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it sounds simple to saying it, but it, it was huge for me. Like I needed someone to, to really be in my corner and, mm. and tell me, you know, you can do it. If you want to do this, you can do it, you know, and I actually believed him yeah. for once. Yep. Normally I wouldn't believe people, but mm. he really did believe in me and I think everyone needs someone who, who does believe in them. You've got to believe in yourself, of course, but having someone else by your side is you. oh so important yeah yep. so it's number one i know that <laughs> you've had some dramas um along the time and not just yourself but other women also in situations like yours in the lot public limelight and i think it's an important thing we discussed you and i discussed it a little bit the other day deck about um you know the the body image shaming and slamming mm. out there in the industry and you've been called to question a couple of times uh about your impact on other women um, who might not be size six, eights or tens and yep. might not look, you know, like the front cover model. 
might want to. But these people have had um, public outrage, basically, not just uh, them, but also publicists for specific magazines that have been involved in this drive. Yeah. How does it make you feel when so much of your effort goes into helping people to want to look and be their best, which I know really is your catch cry, right? It's about being yeah. the best you you can be for these women. How has it been for you, particularly bringing into consideration your old wounds when people have brought to question who you are and why you do what you do? Yeah, it's, I guess it's it's frustrating and I do get upset by it and I think I put so much effort into sending a good message, a positive message to people and I am very raw. If you take a look at any of my social media platforms, I do share a bit of everything yeah. and a lot of it is the, the realistic stuff and you know showing stretch marks and uh, when I've put on weight in the past or you know through pregnancy or bloating, all these different things, I show all that but these people have just not, They've not done their research. They've just gone to my page on one day and and that particular day I might have shared a a picture of me in a magazine or something. Who knows what it was? Mm. And they've just gone, oh, this girl's just about, you know, how she looks or about being skinny and isn't healthy for people who's causing bad body image issues and the list goes on. But I really think if you're going to judge someone, you've got to do your research and know what you're talking about. So I was frustrated and I thought, am I not getting my message out there enough? Mm. How much more can I put out there? Because it's, it is hard when you're posting on a feed that feeds get lost. Like you, you post something and of course then they do. Three days it's from lost now, and you've got to go, go through and scroll and, and find stuff to put yeah. together the whole story. Yeah. So it's just broken pieces and if they've just seen one part of that, yeah, it's not the I'll full judge you story. upon it. Yeah, well, it's a good story yeah. though, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like there was, there was something we were talking about when we had a coffee and, and I'll, I'll, I'll share it now again, where um, there was a, uh, a body image week I think it was with Triple J, and they did a, a week of shows um, based around sort of you know women with their body image issues and positivity and all this sort of stuff. So they invited Emma along on the show. She did a pre-interview, and the pre-interview was pretty sort of pretty basic um, in, in its sort of structure and the type of questions um, that she was. Um, it was different answering. from the real thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a total stitch-up job. Throw under the bus, hundred percent. And uh, anyway, so the interview, I can't even remember the guy's name. I don't know. I, 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 yeah, let's I don't care about bag. him. Let's call him, let's call, <laughs> dick bag, let's call yeah. him, call him dick bag because that's what he was. I thought I was invited on to, to be like the, to talk to about, talk about yeah. positive body image because yeah. that's what I was about and yeah. it was the opposite. Yeah. So she gets on the bus. show and it starts off with this Mr. Dick Bag basically <laughs> alluding to the fact that M was one of the sources of, um, of the, I guess, the turmoil of these women with body image issues. Yeah. Because M's fit and she's healthy and she does what she does, by virtue of the fact of that, she's causing everybody else to have their own issues. Mm. Now, this was probably, this was a few years ago. So you were still, mm. like, you'd only really started doing, like, serious media at the time. So yeah. you're pretty sort of new and pretty fresh to the whole thing. And I, just to let you know, I'm, I naturally don't like anything like that. I don't like being in front of the camera. Yeah. I don't like being in front of audiences. I'm very a very so you've shy person. Challenge yourself in this life. And it's been you? great. It's been a great thing. It's, <laughs> I can do anything now. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, but <laughs> yeah. On. So that so the, the questioning basically it wasn't really a questioning. It was more so, you know, you are the co- people. You and people like you are the cause. So right? is this Dick Bag or someone else? No, this is Dick Bag. Yeah. This is the the host of the show, right? So he had a psychologist on there and was basically saying to this psychologist trying to loaded questions saying you know m and people like m are the problem and the woman like you know to her sort of credit was basically saying look i don't know any of m stuff so i can't really cre- i can't really comment on it yeah but i will say that there is an issue that arises from girls looking through their feeds and seeing these images of fit and healthy active people mm-hmm. and m's response was look you know i get that 
but you haven't researched, you haven't done your research, you haven't seen what I'm about, you know. People need to take responsibility for their own actions. Like if you're an alcoholic, you're not going to go and hang out in the pub every afternoon, are you? <laughs> like, you know, you, what? It's just Wouldn't stupid. Be clever, yeah, would it? you know, so people need to take responsibility for themselves. And I understand there's, you know, in the in the in the time we live in, you're always getting th- these images of, you know, perfection or whatever it is in front of you. If you're triggered by something or something affects you, then the best the best course of action is to just turn it off. Like, don't look at it, you know? Um, anyway, so... It's, it's like blaming your, your mate for because he was drinking in front of you and you're an alcoholic and, and you started drinking. It's like saying it's your fault, but yeah. you did it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? So then it's, he sort it's of... It's also like me, though, saying that it's Rebel Wilson's fault that, <laughs> that you know, skinny people for sure. feel a certain way, you know? For sure. It's just blaming for the sake of blaming. For sure. Yeah. And anyway, so the irony of the whole situation was it was a show about body positivity and body shaming. So then the host basically goes on to say, well, you have a six-pack. So you have a six-pack, so everyone else feels bad about themselves because you have a six-pack. And he's like, well, hang on. I actually don't. If you've had a look at the stuff that I put online right now, I don't have a six-pack. And he's like, no, yes, you do. And he's like, well, you haven't looked at my page. You don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) And and, and, and so so the, the show went from a... Uh, a body shaming issue to directly shaming the person that you're having on the show. Hmm. Then they went to the switchboard and they were like just trying to garnish calls of people trying to shit mouth them. What do you think about Em? Oh, I love Em. Em's great. She's fantastic. I love her stuff. Oh, next caller. Let's get a let's let's get a let's get a negative Nancy on the phone who's going to shit mouth them. <laughs> they didn't find they any. Couldn't find anybody, right? Yeah. And then. When the when the uh, interview went live and their Facebook feed, their Facebook feed was full of people going, "Hey, I don't know who Emily Sky is. I listen to your show all the time, but you well and truly threw threw that girl under the oh, bus." Oh, really? Yeah, Excellent. It was the uh, the feed was overwhelmingly positive for M because it was a f- pure stitch up job. Mm. The whole show was about body positivity, and here you are, who somebody's like trying to advocate. How how is advocating a fit and healthy lifestyle bad? Yeah, absolutely. I just 100%. think it's ri- ridiculous. You know. Somebody who's made a life out of, you know, say, for example, you're a woman in the tech space and you devote your, your life to creating technology and you create something fantastic. Everyone's going to be like, she's fucking amazing. She's a genius. She's, she's created this amazing thing. Why is it any different for health and fitness? Mm. This person's created a health and fitness brand based around their lifestyle and trying to influence each other mm. to live a healthy lifestyle. Australia has a massive obesity problem. Yeah. Half of the bloody people in the hospital these days is a result of lifestyle choices. Hundred percent. You know, it's just ridiculous. Yep. I'm just sitting there in the background, like I'm wishing I could pull the phone off M and just give it to him both barrels over the phone. But I mean, she handled it like a champion. Like just handled. I wish. Like it, a... I wish it was now though, and I could handle oh, it even better. Yeah. But I did feel like my heart was racing. I was getting all clammy and sweaty. I felt like I was being bullied at school. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, I mean. You know that's a, that's one of a few incidences that have happened over the it's years. It's not so much now, though. More in more recent times, it's yeah. a, it's a lot better. I mean, there's oh, always yeah. the people out there that want to blame, but yeah, of course, nothing to that extent. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was probably one of the more prominent ones that have popped up. Nothing since. Um, no, not really. I mean, there was a there was a university professor a few years ago that did a study of a group of I think it's three hundred girls. Now, if you're a university professor and you're doing a study and it's three hundred people and you're saying these are conclusive results, you're a dickhead. <laughs> you're a dickhead. Seriously, Cause studies can t- show whatever you want them to show. Of course, you know if you've got a, an opinion about something, you can make a study show whatever you want it to show. But anyway, this university professor did a study of these young girls. Um, who do you look up to? And she's thinking like you know. These girls are going to say Taylor Swift or whoever it is, you know. 
um, that is young girls look up these to. These were just randoms, days. right? Just, just random, random girls. girls, you know, teenage girls. And there was a lot of them saying Emily Sky. And this this university professor was like, who the hell is Emily Sky? So I'll Google her. Google's her. And of course the images come up, the bikinis and the fitness stuff. Bam. Not this woman's bad for, this woman's bad for um, young girls and their body image issues, you know. And she's the one that's causing all these issues with, with young women these days. And just basically writes a, a full-on slam piece mm. about how... Um, Emily and people like Emily are causing are the ones at the root of the problem. And it, it was a story that ended up getting syndicated across the country. It was on TV too. It was on t- every news yeah. media outlet picked it up. Or you know, the Today Show and all that sort of. They all ran it. Remember, they had a few different images of girls, but they had mine there with my name there, but no and one face. else was, yeah, was identified. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the funny thing is though is that uh, like M did a response to that where you put a photo yeah. up and. Um, it was probably the best thing that ever happened to me, wasn't it? Yeah, it was in hindsight. It was about it four years me. ago now. So it was like, it was before the time people, you know how we were talking when we had coffee that um, uh, authenticity is cool now. Mm. It's like... And yeah, we call it contrived authenticity. That's what I call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Contrived <laughs> authenticity. Like, because it's clickbait. This yeah. is me, yeah. real. This is me. They see it works for other people and yeah. they go, oh, I'm going to do that too. And that's cool. Hey, you know. It's still a better it, message than the other, yeah. you know. But this was before that was ever the, the, the case. None, none of that stuff was out there, you know. So M sort of decided, you know what, stretch marks, pimples, bang, I'm putting it up. And she put it up and she wrote a big thing, basically responding to the article that was going around circulating in the, in the But in a media. positive way. In a positive way, yeah. of course. And it went fantastic. Which like, is just basically saying, hey, I'm real. I'm a yeah. chick like anyone yeah, else. Yeah, I've got this too. I've got my issues and struggles yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, the, I think the actual post got shared a million times or something stupid like that. It went crazy, right? And um, so then after that went out, one of the students for this professor, this PhD, whoever, whoever she was, PhD, um, uh, whatever it was, it was University of Adelaide. One of the Dick bag sh- number two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the students reached out to M and said, hey, look, I'm actually in this woman's um, group. Like I'm one of her students or whatever it was. And I just want to tell you um, that what she did, we all disagreed with. We were basically saying to her, "Hey, your your conclusions and your hypothesis around this are totally wrong. Mm. It's 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 purely going down the path of your own opinion, and this has got nothing to do with the study. You're just pulling an assumption. So it was quite it was quite sort of um, I guess satisfying in the end that this this girl reached out to M and said, "Hey, look, this is just her opinion. She's got a platform to be able to voice her opinion, but you know, us." us group of students we didn't agree with it whatsoever mm-hmm. it was she just made a pure assumption now she's probably just like um projecting her own issues i mean i don't know probably you, you know so i mean how do you come to the conclusion when all these young girls are saying somebody who's fit active and healthy and and promotes loving yourself being the best you can be yeah how is that a bad thing yeah when we've got all these like celebrities out there that just live on diets of you know uh, of sleeping pills and cocaine and, and mm. carrying like pork chops. Like mm. how how is someone who's actually fit and healthy and active, doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, doesn't party, doesn't do drugs, you know, how's that a bad thing? So yeah. don't compare yourself. It's not about how much you weigh. It's not about being skinny. It's yeah. about how you feel and you know, being strong, like <laughs> but, everything. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Hey, you know, if someone's if someone's going to say something, they're going to say something. Mm. So. Oh, look, and it's funny, you know, talk about the contrived authenticity. I think it's everywhere now. It is what it is, and you're yeah. right, it is clickbait from yeah. a lot of models and, and fitness professionals out there who want to be seen to be a way that they're not, which I yeah. get. For you, though, Em, um, 
that was pretty much the beginning of the days when someone actually shared something of, of yeah, that nature. it was scary. Why has it been important? Because I know you still do it now. And, and as a matter yeah. of fact, one of the reasons why I reached out to you was I saw one of your um, posts on Instagram, um, which was saying, hey, ladies, I've got these stretch marks. Can anyone tell me, are they likely to go away? I don't care if they do or not because, yeah. you know, what? Well, I've got this great little girl and I'm pumped. But it, it was that sentence. I read that. I was like, hmm, <laughs> there's something about this girl. There's something very different about this girl because knowing your history, I would imagine, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but your, your body was partly responsible for allowing you to have a sense of self. You know, yeah. now all of a sudden you get, you get yourself to a point where you have a child, yes, but the stretch marks and the bloatings and whatever else that might mm. come with it, or you know, saggy you, skin, yeah. saggy <laughs> skin, whatever it might be, all those things. Don't cry in front of me, and whatever you oh, do. Oh, no, I don't care. But uh, <laughs> all those things to be able to just take that in your stride and be like, you know what, yeah, just part it's of being part a woman. Yeah. I love that. I loved yeah. it. And it was funny. And that's, that for, that's real. Like, I'm, I genuinely do not care about any of that stuff. I know. It's mm. not yeah. for clickbait. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I completely know that. And it was funny, I put a thing out on social media last week saying that I was doing this podcast today. So anyone got any questions they'd like to ask? And I got like one or two questions, which I'll put to you later. But what I got from lots and lots and lots of girls, as well as private messages was, Emily's unbelievable. She's been a great source of inspiration to me. Please pass it on. Oh, that's lovely. So that's Thank them. you. You know, that's pretty cool, isn't it? You yeah, know? It's so awesome. Public opinion is always more important than what, mm. you know, Dick Bag or his, or his cousin saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and uh, I think that's, that, that's an, amazing, uh, an amazing feat for you. There's, there's a saying in business that basically a business is an extension of oneself. Yeah. At, one, at what point for you, Em, does it get past that? At what point does the empire, or has it already, got so big that it's very difficult to just be an extension of Emily Sky now? Mm, it is difficult, to be honest. It is I'm, tough, yeah. I, I struggle yep. a bit. I still love what I do, of course, or I wouldn't be doing it. But it is hard because it is at a point now where... I wish I could clone myself mm. numerous times. And especially having a baby as well, it's, it is a lot harder to get everything done. Because we don't have done. a nanny. We don't have cleaners. We don't have any of that. Like, we do, we do it all ourselves. And, I mean, we've done or that don't do one. it. Just leave it there. Piles <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. of washing. Yeah, yeah. So, it's tough to, like, you know. To do everything. People think it's just an Instagram post and it's like, oh, it's not. It's so much more than that. It's like dedicated content creation days, mm. meeting, talking about content creation the actual creation of it, getting yep. back to all the customers, the, working with the team on the on the platform, it's it's nonstop. It's yeah. nonstop, and you know if we travel, it still we, it still comes with us. There's yeah. no days off. Yeah, yeah. You know you can't. You know it might be like oh we can schedule, you know two or three weeks work in advance, and then we can relax. It's, it doesn't happen that way. So where does content creation come from? I I know you've got like your fit app and stuff, and mm. like with any business, you've got an obligation to sell, right? That's just mm. business mm-hmm. 101. We all yeah. know, let's get it out of the way. But it seems to me that there's a, there's a high level of um, relativity and, yeah. and relatability with all your posts. And I find that when I've scrolled through some of your stuff, and you know, like you said, hey, girls, I think I might need to get a cleaner, you know? Yeah. Thank you so much for your suggestions, you mm. know, because I'm mm. finding life a bit tough right mm. now and you'll have a thousand comments, you know? Yeah. People feel like they're a part of your life and you don't find that with a lot of other people in similar influencing positions as yours. Where does that relatability come from? Just um, myself and how I was brought up, I think. Um, living a certain way and and knowing how I felt in certain situations and then thinking that if I share that, then it's going to help other people mm. dealing with their own things. And to show, I like to show people that I do go through these things too. And that's why I first chose to share and be open really with all these different issues that I have. And whether it's an issue that's from inside or whether it's stretch marks or whatever it is, yep. insecurities, I think it just helps people because they, everyone has their own insecurities. But if they can see someone else, especially someone 
with you know a lot of followers like I've got or you know I'm on, on magazine covers it's really it's hard for people to look at someone who's on a magazine and think oh they've got all these these issues like me too yeah they're real so yeah, I yeah. like to sort of break that down and and show them that so hey, I'm just common a, for the common girl. person. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Do you get any comments from men? Yeah, other than dirty pervs, of course. Do you get like comments from guys saying, "Hey, you know, thanks so much, you've helped out, yeah, my yeah. missus or something like that." Yeah, definitely. There are a lot of men that do say that their their wife or, or girlfriend follows me, and I've helped them, and both of them actually, and or they do my program together. Which is really cool. Yeah, it's mm. awesome. Yeah. So they can train together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just us that can't train together. I'm yeah, exactly. feeling it for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, um, what I wanted to ask about was your training. Okay. So obviously people will get the shits if I don't ask about training. I know training's just something that you do and eating yeah. something that you do, I get that. But particularly through pregnancy, right? Obviously you would have come up to pregnancy with a certain way you train, you know, mm-hmm. compound stuff and fit yep. stuff and, you know, hit stuff and all the rest of it you get up to pregnancy, you would have put some kind of plan in play, I'm imagining, as to what you thought it would be like, how it would feel, yeah. what you'd be able to get away with. Um, did it go to plan and what no. was the reality for you? <laughs> I'm imagining there's probably some sciatica in there well, or something. Yeah, it's funny because when I first found out I was pregnant and you know, time went on, I had an idea of how I thought it would be, but I also at the same time was saying, oh, look, I'll go with whatever happens and I should be fine. I'm going to listen to my body and it's all good if I can't do it, but in my head, I still thought I'll be able to do it. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I've always been pretty determined, especially with training, and I push myself pretty hard. So I think, yeah, I'll be able to do it. But I was really sick in the first trimester, oh, nauseous, twenty four seven. Like it was horrible, and I wasn't. I only vomited a few times. <laughs> Great subject. We were just talking about vomiting <laughs> before, weren't we? We were. <laughs> Weirdos, yeah. we are. Um, yeah, but it was just the feeling of needing to vomit constantly. And I yeah. remember going to the gym once, and I was trying to get a session in, and I ended up having to leave and I was outside in the bushes spewing. <laughs> You're like ringing going, where are you? Yeah, spewing in the bushes. <laughs> yeah. hey, Deck told me you developed a little bit of a uh, penchant for uh, McChickens. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was eating burgers. I never eat like takeaway at Yeah, never, Macca, never. But, but it were, went down yeah. and felt good, yeah. You were just putting away and it was McChicken fine. burgers. Yeah, like I could way. eat it and I felt good. Yeah, no bloating or anything. Because uh, we'll tell you that story. Well, we're at our, like our Friday night sort of rituals to go to Miami market here's like a street market uh street food market and uh I don't think you ate much there I think you had little something not Are you much talking about how much I ate that night and then we were driving home and you're like deck I just I need a burger no I had I, two burgers there deck did you yeah and then you bought those 10 donuts those small donuts by the way <laughs> oh, the story gets not better. the tiny donuts but they're about medium size actually and then you were driving home and you're like I need a burger I need I need more and then we stopped off at Macca's and you just smashed about yeah, four and then chickens. we got ice cream chocolate and cookies <laughs> but it was I like, ate so much but that the funny night. thing was right and this is early on in the piece this is like three months into your pregnancy Something like that, yeah. that's the best you felt in three yeah. months that was the best I felt, yeah. Because you were constantly sick and feeling, you know, nauseous. Yeah. and But then you ate it and just sort of leaned back in your chair in the middle of Macca's. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> Moving on now, Deck. Is that where the fart came from? Hey. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Which fart? No, no. Like I said before, I know you're the farter <laughs> in the family. That's where me gets it from. No, we're all a tie. But yeah, trimester two was good. I got a bit of training in probably about three times a week. and then Yeah, you're pretty consistent, yeah. Third trimester was, I, I felt like I was really big and I don't mean like fat I mean like my stomach was huge in the way yeah Yeah, just huge especially for my size people thought I was I was carrying twins Mm. Uh, my friend had twins and she would disagree with me because she was a lot bigger than me but anyway and I just couldn't 
I couldn't move very well and I was getting sciatica, as you were saying before, really bad sciatica. And mm. I got stuck in the car park that time, remember? Walking back to the car mm. and I went to step and I couldn't move because of the pain. Yeah, it's a shit pain. It's horrible. Frozen in yeah. time, yeah. And then my lower back was really and then bad. You bad fluid retention too. Like oh. you blew up like a water balloon. Yeah. yeah. I'd put on at least 22 kilos in pregnancy. Right. Yeah. And a lot's obviously fluid. Mm. Yeah. But a, lot, a lot was McChickens too, I'm thinking. <laughs> maybe a little bit. Yeah, maybe. So how have you gone, you know, po- Number one, I know women are going to want to know, how was the delivery for you? Did it go to plan? Oh was, it, was, was, was it all good? What, what did how you much have time made, have you got? What did you have major dramas? Just, you know, give us a brief I don't want to scare people off having babies because I wouldn't want to know about all this before before having a baby. It's a bit like, dramatic, isn't it? It I was tra- tra- I think, a lot went trauma. I, th- I think it's worth sort of like you know, touching on that. A lot went wrong, but it wasn't terrible because Mia was healthy and, and I was okay. Yeah. So she, how do we even start it? Um, she, she wasn't in the optimal. So did you get, did sort you of get to term? You get to yeah, yeah. forty weeks or beyond? Oh yeah, I was like one day before the due date. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And um, I started. I ended up having to have prostaglandin take put on my cervix because mm-hmm. I wasn't dilating. I was completely effaced, so it was flat mm-hmm. and thinned out, but it wasn't dilated. <laughs> I'm doing the pictures yeah, yeah, here yeah, for I'm, you. I'm seeing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't dilated. <laughs> <laughs> and then they put their prostaglandin tape on, and that's supposed to dilate you, and it did straight away. I got. Uh, it dilated really fast, but I got the worst, worst cramps ever. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought I had pretty good pain tolerance, but now I'm not so, not so sure. Am I? Oh, I don't know. I think it was pretty. <laughs> it's a whole different level of it pain. Was though, isn't it was horrendous, and it because it, it didn't, pro- it wasn't a progression. It, was, it wasn't like a slow got, got worse and worse. It was straight away, bam, here it is. It's on, yeah. And then um, got raced into where is it, what's it called? The, the delivery, delivery room. room. Yeah. And then I was on the gas for a while. <laughs> out the, not the yeah. end you're thinking of. <laughs> um, yeah, and that wasn't doing anything. And I ended up having a um, – I wanted to do the whole natural thing. And mm. I was at deck for ages saying, I want to do natural birth and hypnobirth. And I was studying the whole thing throughout pregnancy and all the breathing and thought I could do it. And um, you were saying, look, I'd just go on the drugs. You were saying that. Oh, I mean, yeah, my, <laughs> mine's like if I was going to have to squeeze a, a melon-sized thing out of a little pee hole, yeah, yeah I'd be. I was like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do up. it. I really, yeah, d- yeah. I didn't want to, but also at the same time, I thought whatever happens, I'm just going to go with it. I don't yeah. want to expect anything and be let down. Mm. You only do a birthing plan the first time. Yeah, you realise oh, after it's it all like, goes it's like, to uh, shit. I mean, you it's probably exactly. not a good analogy, but it's like a fighter. Like fights going well until you get punched in the face. You know, <laughs> it all goes. It all. It's all going well until it's like. Okay, we're we're here now. It's the business end of it. Yeah. There's a shitload of pain. You know, what do you do? Yeah. And I guess for you, like Mia wasn't the right way around. She was, she if if there was a way that Mia could have not been more cooperative, she was doing it like <laughs> yeah. upside down. What is what's the what's the medical term? Oh, she's around the wrong way. She's around yeah. the wrong way. Yeah. I don't know what the term. Posterior. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It. And then um, so what happened? So they so I had the prostaglandin contractions were happening. But then it was like 14 hours before I had her mm. and we were trying to, they were trying to get me to push to turn her around the right way. So I spent a few hours pushing every contraction, which was like every minute or so. Because mm. I got contractions when they first started. It was one huge one and it would drop off a little bit and then another one would start straight away. So it was like double a minute. It was so bad mm-hmm. and I thought there's no way I can even handle this. And I was getting tachycardia, so my heart was going really fast. Her heart was dropping. Um, then couldn't get it a turn so I was pushing for those few hours mm. and I was exhausted because I didn't sleep the night before either mm. and then um we, that wasn't working she wasn't turning so what did he do I went to push and and she'd only dilated to 
well, I'd only dilated to eight centimetres. The top part, I don't think, had fully dilated. Mm. And then the contractions start dropping off, so they had to give syntocin, I think it's called, syntocin. the artificial yep. oxytocin, yep. to get them going again. And then That gets it going, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Mm. And then um, couldn't get her out, so they... Gave me a episiotomy, and which is cut. If in case anyone doesn't know, they don't. They don't do very often anymore, don't they? No, well, they did it on me. Yeah, yeah. cut uh, me, and then they got the vacuum out, and he had his legs up on mine, pushing, <laughs> <laughs> trying to yank her out, and yeah. yeah, she she did not want to get out. It was a case of like basically, um, the um, the doctor was saying that if we can't get her out in the next few. It's going to be Caesar. Caesar. Yeah, yeah, we're going to put. How you straight were you in. at this point, mate? Well, I was. I was. Um, I, was I don't on, know where he was, I was in the corner, passed no, out. No, I wasn't. I was on one of your legs. What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> you were holding my legs. <laughs> I was. I was the leg holder. Yeah. I was on one leg. Midwife was on the Tough other. Tough job. But yeah, I was. Yeah, I was just trying to try my best to be a, uh, as good a passenger. You're helpless. You can't mm. do anything. Mm. There's no amount of like. That's the hard part, though. Isn't you can't it? do nothing, and yeah. and it's funny because like you know we went to. We, we had some classes and midwives and like, you know, if you like do that. some massage, and like everyone's, everyone's sort of experience is yeah, different. Push this pressure point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, your pressure, <laughs> pressure, your, point. your pressure points aren't doing shit, mate. Yeah. They're not doing nothing. And no amount of hair like stroking or whatever. Oh. I think in the end. I, I was just, passing out in between contractions. I was, yeah. I was literally up pushing like up and then fall I'd, fall, I'd actually I was conked out and they had yeah. to wake me up for the next one the biggest one. workout you've ever done yeah. it was the worst interval session I've ever done in my yeah, life yeah, yeah. but it had the best ending mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah so <laughs> I mean it came to an end oh all yeah I the baby is no wonder stretch marks are the least of your problems yeah, exactly you remember the yeah. past don't you yeah. and also training now is another level I can push myself to yeah. which is pretty cool yeah but <laughs> yeah. I mean it, it, all said and done it was just it's the most amazing experience I mean I know when Mia came out I was Bowling my eyes out. Mm. Yeah. I was a friggin' mess. It was, it was so the cute. best thing ever. I didn't have energy to cry, really. I had some tears <laughs> going down, but I couldn't move yeah. or make noise. It's the most, emo- the most emotional and amazing process, oh, isn't it? You this know, little and, person comes out. And the out. respect you get for these female bodies, oh, seeing what they're capable of doing. Yeah. You know, no doubt for you women as well, but us men certainly feel yeah. like Oh, you know? totally. Just like, you know, I think M turned a... A, a, a dark purple color, and she was a, she was purple. <laughs> she was purple for like two hours, and just pushing. And I'm just thinking, you just She's yeah, going to explode. Oh yeah, literally going to explode. And you're just sitting there holding a the leg. Just oh yeah, I'm over here, uh, being really important. Fucking holding a leg, being useless. Mm. You I've know. got these broken capillaries all in my face now, <laughs> permanently. Oh <laughs> yeah, you do do yeah. from that episode. I actually did have broken yeah. capillaries yeah, around yeah. my yeah. eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, wow, yeah. Wow, wow, tension. Wow, wow. So. But I mean, hey, it but was. It, but I'd do it again. <laughs> Stupid. We'll but do it again, no doubt. Oh, yeah, 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 I do want to. Yeah, we, we want more. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, it's Mine's fantastic. Good. I was an only child. I've had yeah. a great life, you know. But, oh, yeah. Uh, you you know, turned out all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing yeah. all right. Thanks, yeah, yeah. Em. That's yeah. good. <laughs> so tell me, training afterwards, how, <laughs> yeah. how, how long did it take until you could actually you I, know, lift up a weight or do something again? Well, I started walking probably at about a month after, didn't I? Yeah. So I had to wait till the six weeks all clear. But again, like I, I know my body quite well and obviously walking is fine. So I was just working on my pelvic floor and my mm. deep core muscles and trying to correct my posture. And I did have a quite Making a big gap. Making sure you gap. Don't piss yourself when you laugh. Yeah. I didn't. I did, I, yeah. Well, I was pregnant maybe a couple of times, but yeah. not after. Yeah. I was all good because I did do my exercises. It's really important to do your pelvic floor exercises. So I just did that straight away because I had a three or four. Was it three finger width? I, I don't remember. Yeah. It was a big gap though. Yeah. Um, and that closed within a couple of weeks. So I was really 
I don't know if it's luck, but I did work hard on it. Mm. And I wore a belt as well that helps bring it in. But I think a lot of women wear the belt thinking it's going to do the work for them. But yeah, it's just to remind you. Yeah. So you've got to actually do it yourself. Yep. So I did that and I was doing walks while doing that at the same time. And then at six weeks, I started lifting some weights and I felt so heavy and slow and weak. It was the strangest feeling. I saw one of your videos only recently you were training with your mum. And you almost, yeah. I think you did actually curse yourself. You're watching your, oh, own, yeah. your own video on yeah, yeah. the screen going, what the fuck yeah. I I'm going to change this. <laughs> I'm going to give more rest here. This is getting too hard. Yeah. Does that yeah. put you, I guess, into the, the normal ebb and flow of how, you know, doing an Emily Sky fit workout yeah. would be for the average chick? Well, I guess it shows if you've never worked out before and, you know, you're completely unfit or, or even if you're a little bit bigger as well and you've got more, you know, you're starting from one point and you you might be a bit heavier. It's a lot harder for people who are... Because mm. I started and I was very, I guess, light. I was a very tiny sort of girl and I trained to gain weight and, and gain muscle. So I didn't know what it was like to carry around weight. Mm. But I got to experience that. So I know now, you know, I, I, I know what it's like for people and mm. I feel for them. And does that change the philosophy around programming oh, for no. you at all? No, no, no. no. You still got to... It just is what it is. <laughs> you know, and I think that's a, that's a valid point. Let's talk about yeah. that. You know, like training's hard, right? You know, yeah, training, training's it should never, be. It's never something you just go and do. Mm. Yeah, if you go in there and you're on your phone between sets, you know, you're, yes, you're not training yeah. right. Let's, let's I don't even it. touch my phone. You know, unless I'm checking the time or something. But, yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, don't, I can't even look at it because I can't even see properly mm. what I'm doing. You know. So tell me about your Fit app. New thing you've launched. Yeah, it seems like it's going really well for you. A few weeks ago, you. was it now, Dak? Yeah, well, we did a soft launch, but we've sort of been really pushing it the last sort of week, just, you know, ironing out bugs like any bit of tech you release. So yeah. how does it work? How's it structured? What can people expect from it? Well, it just makes it easier for people. They can have it in their pocket, take it to the gym, have it at home because mm-hmm. it's gym and home workouts. And it's got instructional videos where you just basically press play and it, it shows you how to do the exercise. So you're doing you the exercise it. Yep. and people can actually do it like And at do it the at the same, same time, time yeah. You. But yeah. it's also going through technique too. So it's Fantastic. sort of doing everything at once. And then it's interactive. So you, you're clicking like when you're done, you go to the next one and tick off each exercise that you do so you, till you've completed the workout. And it's got meals which are customizable. So you can go and change them up if you can't have dairy or gluten or yep. if you're vegan you can change all the meals to suit you yep. or if there's a particular meal you don't like you can swap them out so i like that feature it was really mm. important to me to have that because mm. not everyone's you know the same and likes the same mm. food and you do a free day trial free week trial don't you yeah Perfect. yeah seven yeah. days you can trial it for free where can people get it from like it you can either go to my website emilysky.com or you can search emily sky in the app and um yeah, it yeah so up emily sky fit in the app like store oh yeah yeah yep. emilyskyfit.com um it's also, I mean, we've got a difference. There's a, there's a difference between, we've got two platforms. We've got the app platform and the web platform. Um, you know, the web platform has a little bit more functionality. So you can do the, you know, the, the um, uh, long-form workouts. So, you know, that's, that's a big thing now that I think that a lot of people in this space don't do. Whether, you know, back in the day, DVDs, fitness DVDs, where you could look at a workout on the TV and you can start from, you know, you can go from start to finish. I think that's sort of like fallen off the wayside in, in the app world. People, it's a lot more sort of interactive in the way people experience it. But we still do that. So, you know, if you want to do a home workout, you can do it step by step if you want or you can Chromecast it to your TV and, and do a full workout, uh, a long-form workout. Um, yeah, that's mad, isn't you it? You know, so it just we, we try to be as versatile um, as we can depending on people's lifestyles. And mm. there's, never, there's, never a, uh, there's never a perfect solution to anything but i think we've got we you know we're pretty damn close i think to ticking off the box for 
you know, as many people as we possibly we, can. We uh, focus on mental health as too, as well, yeah. I should say. Yeah. It's probably important. You know, mention. the community is huge. There's tens of thousands of girls in the community that you can sort of get access through through the app. And they'll, you know, take you through to the community. Mm-hmm. We've got girls from, you know, women from all over the world who are all sort of, you know, try, you know, they're experiencing the same thing. They're all trying to, you know, improve their health and fitness. And it's a really different vibe in, in, in M's community, I think, because the the focus really is on, you know, mental health is a big thing, physical health is a big thing, but also that real community, the support. Ev- you know, everyone's and you know, people will get on the forum and 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 they might have some problem or whatever, and there's two, three hundred girls writing back, yeah, in support, and that's yeah, that's super valuable. A lot of people don't have support in their real life, so mm. they they go to the forum and the in the community to get yeah. that support. Mm. So important. And is the mental health component in your program built in based upon your own findings in life, and um, you're building what you would have liked for yourself, or more consumer demand? It's because I I would have liked that, especially in my tough sort of times, and it's important for everyone, I think. Yeah. But we um we did get psychologists to to work on that, so it's not me that's done it. It's we've gotten the professionals, yeah, yeah professional um, involvement. Yeah. yeah, but I just found it was really important because I thought that was missing in in the past. Mm. You know, I was about mental health, but in past programs that I've had, I didn't really cover mm. as much as I'd like to. We do sleep meditations in there as well. You know, like awesome. a lot of a lot of meditations and and and. Um, and they seem to be the women love it. Yeah, hey, really, it actually works. Yeah, yeah, My yeah. voice puts them to sleep. Wow, <laughs> yeah, I bet it puts deck to sleep oh, every yeah, now yeah, and then yeah. too. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Makes him aggro. Uh, have you drugged that kid, mate? Or what's oh, going how, on? How's this little one? It's I just, did not expect her to sleep for, for an hour. That's yeah. awesome, isn't she it? She is gone. You got the she's touch out like a light. You got the touch. Magic touch. Yeah. So, um, just to, to to get personal for a tick, how much of all of this? The whole Emily Sky franchise, everything you do, everything you are. How how much of that is based around, I guess, um, how do I put it? Your own personal progression moving forward. How much of this is about like a reminder to you about the importance of you know mental health and eating and training? How much of this is is like your own therapy? Yeah. I've got to walk the talk. I know it's a strange and question, but I, I sense that in you, and I think yeah. that's what I'm drawn to about you. That I know it's real, yeah. But, but I sense the struggle in you, you know. And and I when I look at your your social media walls and things, it's almost like it's almost like a rolling therapy wall, yeah. for yourself, exactly. As much as it yeah. is for someone else. So everything that I post about and talk about, I've either experienced it myself or I am experiencing it. At and what I what advice I give is what I what I need myself to mm. hear. So it's sort of this cycle and. I'm open about that too and I tell people, hey, this is you know, what I post about, this is what I'm striving for as well. It's not that I've I'm like living it perfectly and I'm telling you guys what to do. This is I'm this is sharing, what I do. I yeah, and what I tell myself. So it sort of holds me accountable as well. Mm. Especially on the fitness side of things and if I'm there to hopefully inspire other people to live that lifestyle, I've got to be doing it as well. Like I and I want to be doing it. So knowing that they're looking at me all the time, I wanna be a, a, the best I can be. Mm. Yeah, so that they can be as well. I think it's important too that, you know, when you talk about health and fitness and, and well-being in the whole space, it's really important. And you, I'm sure you would have experienced this too, being in the, in the industry for years and years and years. But there's a, lot of, um, there's a lot of charlatans out there. There's a lot of people that, you know, will, will try and take advantage of people because it is such a, it is such a like the way somebody feels about themselves with mm-hmm. their weight or whatever, it's a really, really touchy subject. And it's really easy to manipulate and take advantage of people when they're in that state, you know. Mm-hmm. So this space is full of people that are just quick to 
quick to take advantage of people financially. Vulnerabilities too. Vul- you know, really exploit their vulnerabilities. Yeah. So I think one thing for us, one thing for, for M, it is it's really, really important to, you know, like she said, um, walk the walk. So if there's something that she's going through, if there's, you know, something that she can say that will help other people, well, then that's that's pretty much the, the center of gravity for, for what we've built um, around that messaging um, and, and, and really sort of, you know, putting it into putting into action day to day. And not just, you know, not just saying it's not a, it's not a pill. It's not a quick fix. It's not this. It's, it's really about to work on it every day. It's, yeah. yeah. An everyday thing. It's an every it's getting up in the morning. And, you know, you might, you might be one of those people where, you know, you work from nine till five, you don't have enough time, but hey, guess what? You might, you might need to get out of bed an, an hour and a, two hours early so yeah. you can get your session in. Yep. You might feel shit while you're doing it, but like you'll feel it later. You'll feel the benefits later once you compound, you know, you compound those workouts, you know, five days a week or whatever it is you do. There's no, there's no such thing as a bad workout. You know, you're always going to benefit. Even if you get up and go for a 20 minute walk, 20-minute walk five days a week is better than no-minute walk five 100%. days a week. Most you definitely. Know? So it's really just about... But look at the smokers. that They, they, yeah. make, they make time to have a five-minute smoke yeah. 13 There's times time. a day. There you know is what I mean? time. There's <clears> time. If you did five minutes of you know, squats or five minutes of push-ups yeah. or five yeah. minutes of you know, ab bridges or something like that, yeah. they all add up the same way. I think way, people overcomplicate things too. A workout could be done like right here where we are now. Like we, we could have this tiny little bit of space and you can get a workout. And we've done it equipment. like you know, on the road. Em yeah, will, in em hotel will, rooms. Em's like, got barely enough room to swing a cat and she'll get a workout. I've in. done squats mm. on the plane. Yeah. Lunges up the aisle. Mm. You know one of my favourites in a hotel room? I get an iron you know, that you iron yeah. your clothes with and I hang the iron from the cord that you plug into the wall at just yeah. a good sort of side delt height yeah. and do like side lateral raises with it. Like and the water's smooth. going everywhere? No, oh yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah. Us men don't worry about yeah. that. But just super, super, super yeah. slow. So I get a good workout with the yeah. iron. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just about making it happen and, and yeah, I think a lot of that's about laying that intention mm. down, yeah. isn't it? If you you've know? got the intention there, then you find a way to, to do it. You know, and yeah. if it was easy, everyone walking the street would be super fit and obviously they're not because our lifestyle choices is easier not to train yeah. but if you've got 20 minutes 15 minutes mm. I mean there's plenty of crossfitters out there that'll tell you you can do a 15 minute workout that will destroy your life 100% well, all, their, all their wads are based to, uh, along short, that short sharp so I mean to say that normal people can't get a good workout in 15-20 minutes is just ridiculous but mm. if you it's want something if you want something bad enough you will do whatever it is you have to do to get it so what stops people I'll start with you Em what stops people what stops women women look at you it's a few things they put fear thing. Yeah. A f- a few, oh, yeah. A few well, there's a few things. But yeah, fear. They, they um, think that they won't be able to do it, so they don't believe they, they can accomplish it. Yeah. Um, and maybe they're threatened. So especially when going to the gym, walking the environment. in. environment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is why we do the home workouts It's funny, too. I've always thought that, you know, like I, I, I train in gyms. I, I love gyms. Gyms aren't for everyone though, right? But yeah. it's funny, I've said for years, I can't wait till the day comes when I walk in and, you know, and I've got to line up, you know, for the, the, the deadlift <laughs> platform because there's a chick on it and yeah. line up for the bench because yeah. there's a chick on it. Yeah. That time's coming. You know, yeah. that, that, oh, that, that time's almost here. I trained at Miami the other yeah. day and there was chicks everywhere. It's yeah. not far off. I'm hey. in the element. It's amazing. I mean, when you first started them like eight yeah. or nine years ago, there wasn't many women on the on the gym floor. The whole this this whole thing now with Instagram and, and no, they Facebook were all in the classes, and, weren't they? Yeah, yeah body on, tack on, and yeah, on the um, on the and machines. And a lot of people can say, you know, Instagram's been negative for it for fitness, but there's a lot of positives out of it too. I think a lot of people overlook, and it has made people more being into cool. lifting weights, yeah. though, for women. Good. Yeah, you know, if, so if, if being fit and healthy and strong is a cool thing, well, hey, there's a lot of 
you know, could be worse. It could be worse, <laughs> yeah. I think of a lot so. of it too is, is based upon um, <clears throat> what people's experiences have shown them. You know, yeah. people have done a half-assed workout. Like you think, I can go to like the $2 shop mm. and buy one of those like vibratory boards or whatever that's the promise they for sell eight, them there? 89 <laughs> yeah, yeah. 95 yeah, yeah. That, that, that I can go home on this and it'll, uh, it'll fix my problem They up. want the easy way, yeah. Mm. Yeah, but people go and they do it in blind faith, right? Because yeah, yeah. a lot of the time they're just ignorant. They just don't know otherwise. Mm. They plug the thing in, they get on it. It doesn't fix their problem. It doesn't you know, mm. alleviate their sciatica. Yeah. And then they sit within that excuse that it's too hard mm. to make it happen. And they prove to themselves mm. the yeah. fact that, no, I can't do that or I've tried that in the past and it doesn't this work. didn't yeah. happen yeah. for me, do yeah. you know? So yeah. what, what's your advice to people? them who have actually got, I guess, you know, um, um, physiological issues that would stop them from moving forward. Would you say to them, just find what you can do and do it regularly, like Dex yeah. was just saying? Yeah, well, there's always something you can do. And I, I know it's probably different, but I rolled my ankle a few months ago pretty severely. I'm still recovering from it. And then I kicked my toe and pretty sure it's broken because it's been how many Black. weeks now and it's, <laughs> yeah. and it's so sore. Yeah. But there's still things you can do. And yeah. it depends what, what you've done, like what whether you've hurt yourself or whatever um, and making sure the doctor's cleared you to, to exercise. But you can work around it and a lot of the time actually moving more is better for your injury, yeah. obviously depending what it is, I have to say that. <laughs> but um, a lack of movement is pr- the worst thing we can do. But you're right though. You know, if your shoulder's bung, you can still smash your legs hard, can't yeah. you? you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. If your legs aren't working, you can still work your upper there's body. Always, there's always something you can do. You, you can sit on, the, sit on the bike. Yeah. It's low I impact. I think like, sort of, like getting back to what you were saying before too, whether whether people sort of realise it or not, we live people these days live a lifestyle that is way busier than what it has ever been. Mm. You know, way way busier than it's ever been. You know, people will travel two hours a day on a train in Sydney to go to work. You know, the the amount of people now that have cleaners just to help themselves is it's 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 common thing. Like if you said ten years ago, you know, there's going to be X amount of people that have cleaners or people just help them with day to day stuff. You'd mm. think you'd think you're crazy, but it's it's a reality now. So I think like like anything in life if you want something bad enough you will do you'll do whatever it takes to to make it happen mm. you know so if you've got like an injury if you've got a really busy lifestyle but you know being fit and healthy or active you know you don't necessarily need to be fit just active you know and healthy you'll do whatever it takes to, to make, to it, make happen. it happen. You but it will needs do. to become a lifestyle, doesn't it? It, it really does. You know? I mean, obviously... Because it is drudgery at first. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it's yeah. tough. It's, it's super tough to... Like, if you're used to, you know, smashing a muffin every day for breakfast and then just eat, you know, fast food or whatever it is, it's, it's really, really hard to just flip that on its head and, and start, okay, you know, I might meal prep on a Sunday. Mm. A lot of people do that, you know, and that's three hours of your life, four hours of your life, um... But how but, much but TV it, are they watching? Yeah, you but, know? It, but it sets you up for the rest of the week. You know, that's that's one element. Or you know what? I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to get up at eight o'clock in the morning. I'm going to get up at seven, and I'm going to smash some water in my face, and I'm going to go for a walk for half an hour. Yeah, and then I'll get into my morning routine. You know, yep. there is there's always there's always like twenty minutes because I mean you know if you were to go through you know the the eighteen to the forty year old year old demographic women whatever. Um, and you were to sort of say, how much time a day do you reckon you spend looking at Instagram or Twitter <laughs> or Snapchat? You could easily say there's an hour a day there. Easy. Easy. I think the average refresh is like 60 times a day or something. Easy. It's ridiculous, you know? isn't it? it wow. Yeah. So there is time. There is always time. And if you want it, you'll get it. 
you do whatever you take. It takes to get you know it. You know the analogy I use, and this will make sense to you guys now because you're a parent. But I say to a lot of, I, I specialise in women, and they're generally you know women with kids a lot of the time. And I say to them, you know what? If I take your uh, eldest daughter, for instance, and if I go and snap her leg in half right now, and you've got to get her to surgery, then you've got to, she's going to be in traction for a week. You're going to sit in hospital with her. Then you've got to get her to physio three times a week for the first month, and then two times a week thereafter. You'll make that yeah. shit happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't yeah. fucking matter what it is, you will find a way to get to all those appointments and yep, do yeah. all those things. And then if I say that, you know, you don't have enough money for, you know, your rent or whatever, you will find a way to find the hour to clean that house once a week to get mm-hmm. the extra 25, 30 bucks yeah. that you show yeah. off. You'll make it happen. So yeah. I think a lot of the time there's just not a congruency between, um, you know, uh, our health and our lifestyle and our fitness yeah. as there is to just the rest of the world. Because I can guarantee you if there, become, if there came a day in your life where you were faced with the... The, the reality of a disease or some sort of condition that was based around, you know, how you've lived your life, mm. um, you would give every cent, you'd give every single, you know, and it was, you know, a mortal a mortality issue. Mm. You're going to die because you've been living like you have been for the, le- the last mm. 20 years. We learn you know? our life lessons through you, disease most of the time. Exactly. And you will give every cent, you will give everything you own to have your health back. Yeah. So it's sort of, you know, it's, it's, it seems really, really funny to me that why would you not, when you have this opportunity, you've got everything at your fingertips. There's information, the internet, you know, there's nothing you can't find out about nutrition or health or whatever it is. Yep. Even if you don't have a cent, even if you don't own, even if you can't afford programs, trainers, just whatever, walking. you know, just get out, just get move. out and walk, you know, go for a walk. It costs you nothing, you know, but it's it, we just you just look at our obesity epidemic and and disease related to obesity. It's sixty seven percent of that. It's massive. Twenty eight. It's massive. If you oh were to God. if you were to wave a magic wand and say all disease related to lifestyle disappears tomorrow, mm. I mean you know the, the amount of government no, the amount of money the government would have would be into the billions of dollars, billions and billions of dollars. You know, it's a huge huge problem, and you know that's you know that's that's our business. That's that's how we sort of, you know, that's what we built in uh, uh, something to help people make it easier for them to do, um, to, to change their lives, to be So what's the Emily healthy. Sky, and I'll say that as a platform, not you personally, mm. what's the Emily Sky philosophy around food? Back to basics, yep. food that you can pick, um, hunt, gather, <laughs> yep. Very, like unpackaged, yep. no added sugars, unprocessed. Yeah, not And isn't not that funny because if any of our listeners right now, and I do it myself when I go to, I do all the shopping for our family. If I go to Coles or somewhere and I do a shop, one of the last things I do as I'm walking, you know, from the, the fresh section to the register is I look in there and I look for how many things in here come in a package, how many mm. of these things yeah. in here are, you know, are boxed or tinned or whatever. And it's always my goal to have like less than sort of 15% of my trolley coming from those sorts yeah. of sources. Now, mm. you've got to have you some know, things are tinned right. tomatoes. They're good, like, yeah. yeah. That goes without saying, you know. But at the end of the day, it's funny that when you can actually sit there and, and I guess critically assess rather than someone else doing it, making you feel like shit. Mm. But just critically assess like your own trolley, critically assess your own meal planning. It makes a big difference, doesn't it, to start yeah. asking the right questions yeah. rather than necessarily just be told by someone. People I have to ask yeah. that question first. I think first. people do overcomplicate it and they get confused because there's so much info out there and there's so many different diets and, mm. you know, <laughs> how many are mm. there? Like, countless. Oh, countless. Countless. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. And, and they all have merits. You know? They exactly. absolutely do. Yeah. Not one way is better than the other. It might be for you, but it's about finding what's good for you. Mm. What you, can you... What can you stick to long term? Mm-hmm. How can you make it a lifestyle? I just think for, for, for what M does and the people that 
um, you know, are part of M's community and, you know, members of M's platforms, it's doing something as simple as cutting sugar out of your diet. Mm. That's massive. Like people don't understand how much sugar they actually have in their diet. They're drinking a lot of it too. Drinking, eating, whatever. Just, you know, the, the simple fact of cutting sugar out of your diet has a huge, huge impact. You know, so I guess M's philosophy is just really, really simple because for somebody to change their life from being, you know, eating garbage food, not being active to then flipping it on its head. Okay, you're going to train five days a week and you're going to eat this food. That's a huge, huge change. And like, to be perfectly honest, a lot of people, I would say the vast majority really, really struggle with it. That's what, you know, for us, that's where our community comes in and and all the girls get behind each other and support each other. Um, So if you can take that element of, of, uh, of, um, that the complicated element out of food, just make it basic food. Mm. It makes the process so much easier. Now, like, you know, we've had women that have gone on to compete and done, you know, their own thing. And, you know, there's, you know, um, there's all these sort of, you know, the intermittent fasting and the canning macros and they're all fantastic. They all, you know, if you, if you can do that, great, that's fantastic. But we've just found for what we do, if it's as simple as possible, it's, it's the really, it's the, it's the best place to start Mm. for them. I'm going to make a statement and I'm going to ask you both a question, okay? Uh-oh. You guys have got a busier business structure and family life, particularly with a six-month-old. Anyone with a child will know it's probably the hardest phase. Mm. So you guys are busier than anyone, right? It's not like we're sitting back on our, you know, <laughs> on the beach somewhere doing nothing. Yeah. You guys are busy, yet you both prioritise you know, health and fitness and food and training. What people want to know, one of the questions that I did get asked is, how do you fit it in? Is it simply that it's a priority? I see you laugh, yeah. so it's just for me. It's hard, and to be honest, it's not always like we don't always fit it in, especially with our training. Like I was sick when I got back from. We just got back a few weeks ago from overseas. We did a lot of travelling, and then I got sick. Mm. And that happens when I yeah. go travelling so yeah. much. But um, yeah, I could. I can't fit in as much as I normally would, and what I'd like to. But I do the best I can. Mm. And if I can do a workout, even if it's at midnight, even when I first started getting back mm. into training after I had Mia and at the six weeks um, approval from the doctor, mm. I was with her. She was crying all the time, wanting my attention all the time. And I'd put her in a swing and then I'd do a workout and she'd be watching me or I'd put her to bed. And sometimes that's not till after midnight. Sometimes it's one thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. And like that's tough. And people think I'm crazy, but I knew I had to do it to yeah, get you, back your into Your attention's it. gone from the protein shake to the nipple care oh, cream, hasn't God it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like things change yeah. and you might not be able to train five or six days a week. Yeah. Like yeah. Maybe you'd like two or once did, yeah. but you can still pick up two or three days a week yeah. and that's still going to be and that's the case. 12 to 15 times a month, right? Exactly. And that's the case. I mean, I know for me specific, especially, it's, I can't train nearly as much as I'd like to. But when I do train, I, I try and make sure that that, w- that session is a really good session. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I might, I might get like two or three sessions in a week, but those two or three, I'm going to murder myself, they you know, count. and yeah. they, really make them count. And, and M's the same. The, f- the food also, yeah, yeah. I'm the same with the training. I'm, I always, sometimes you have a bit of an easier session if you're not feeling as good, but usually I push myself to extremes. Yeah. Like I'm, I really get the most, yeah, 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 and I'm crawling out of the gym and rolling down the stairs. You do listen to your body, though. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if I'm not feeling it, I won't, or I'll, I'll back off, or just do an easier session if I'm feeling a bit off. Mm. But um, what I was going to say is, if we can't train as much as we like to, we make sure our diets 
yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. We do do so that. we don't just yeah. go, it's all out the window, let's yeah. not worry about no, it. We, if we can't train, our diet's got to be spot on. Like we yeah. really it's, so, it's so easy though, isn't it? You oh. know, you, you'll often find that one feeds the other. I know yeah. for me, when I'm yes. training like a demon, I want to eat really well. Yeah. They yeah. kind of just make sense. And your body wants the healthy food. 100%. It, yeah. but, you know, when one drops off, it is easy to have those little yeah. things you know, sort of yeah. come in. Do you, have, any, it, do you have cravings and things? Then? Oh, you, yeah. yeah. What, what do you, yeah. Are you Are you a chick? Do you like chocolate? Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. yeah. yeah I like chocolate. <laughs> I, like chocolate. I just saw her whole facial Smash process. Did you bring me chocolate? Yeah. No, Where I is didn't. it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I like chocolate. I like, you know, the, the usual yummies. Girly stuff. Pizza and yeah. burgers. We've, yeah, we've had a thing room. for quite a while now where, like, Friday night um, will be our, our night or our sort of – dedicated time to really just go yeah. and get whatever we want you know yeah. but when I was first trying to get back into my routine and healthy and fitter yeah. after Mia I didn't eat yeah, dessert for, for a long a time yeah, yeah it was probably a few months I had no dessert so this and is where that goal orientation comes yeah. in again now isn't and it? I'm not saying that having desserts bad and having one one dessert a week is bad either but yeah. I just chose not to I just thought oh, I can do this I don't need to have that so yeah. I didn't do it and yeah. I had a goal so I just wanted to 100% do it. But mm. I could have done the one one dessert a week and I'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't want people to have a fear of food and that, oh, having that, that treat. I call it a treat because mm. you're treating yourself. Having that once a week is not going to, you know, derail your whole no, progress. Not. It's totally fine. And I don't want people to fear it's having one, that. It's one meal. If you're eating like three, oh, yeah. four, five times a day, yeah. it's like yeah. the yeah. smallest percentage. But at the, yeah. the same time, though, if you have a goal and say you want to – Maybe you're getting married in a few months or something. Then, if you really want it, then you want to do all you can yeah, to get Mc, there. McChickens so, and chocolate don't yeah. feature. <laughs> no, so it's just that choice you make in your head: is this going to help my end goal or not? Mm. Yeah. So, what's next for Emily Sky? What's next for you guys? Where, where's the business going? You got any big plans? Or more of the same. All I'm thinking about is what my next meal is going to be. Yeah. I'm hungry now, <laughs> but <laughs> I, guess, I guess for us, it's just now really, um, you know, like we we're saying before in order to reach more people, you have to grow your business. Mm. And so for us now, it's it's just about reaching more people. Yeah. Um, you know, we are very fortunate that, you know, M has the big social following um, and that really obviously does help a lot. Um, has that overwhelmed you, M? how big your social following's got? Yes. It's um, pretty big, 11 million followers, you know. It's weird because sometimes I, we went to dinner with some people the other day, the other night, um, an army friend of Dex and his partner and I was, she doesn't, the partner doesn't know much about me and we're just talking and then I mentioned something about Facebook and then she asked how many followers and I said, oh, I think it's nearly 11 million and she couldn't believe it. And then I thought, it is quite, it's pretty crazy because I don't really stop to really think about it too much. Mm. And I make jokes that I've got no friends but all these followers, (laughs) things like that. But to me, it's not, it's not like an ego thing. It's not something I need to make me feel good about myself. That's why you've got 11 million followers. It's a tool for my business and to to reach more people so i mean it's a good thing and i need to look at it that way mm. it's, it's awesome that i've i i did set out to reach as many people as possible and i think i'm doing quite well you know I i'm getting there amazing absolutely yeah. for sure we're just yeah. going to keep trying evolving and 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 give you know uh, our members and our community the the best experience they can and as mm. things move as times move and you know, people like training a certain way now, but they might not like tr- training that way in a year, mm. two years' time, you know. Mm. Facebook and Instagram and all the other platforms, they're constantly changing, moving the goalposts. So Bloody it's, algorithms. It's, 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 it's terrible, you, isn't it? You, you, can't just, you can't just sort of like create something and just sit back and mm. and just let it go. It just doesn't happen that way. Yeah. yeah. Every single day, you've got to be tweaking Well, it's like building your body. If you build all this muscle, you can't go, all right, I've I'm built this now. muscle, sit back, because yeah. you, you lose shit. it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So... 
And that for us is a, is a rule, you know, that maintaining the rule. it. Yeah. How much involvement do you have in, um, with the actual like answering of questions a and, lot. and that kind of stuff? Yeah. yeah you do a lot yeah. of question that someone's uh, yeah. asked me. Yeah. Um, everything that you see on social media is me. I don't have any anybody. No one's signing in as me or yeah. any so other pages. It's me. So you actually post as yourself. Yeah. Hundred yeah, percent wow. and customer service on there as well. We do have someone helping on the Facebook page for messages because mm. I can't. There's hundreds a day. I, I mean, my fingers would drop off. Mm. But, um, yeah, my Instagram and all the posts on all the pages. No one has access to my Instagram but me. Um, yeah, that's all me. And in the forum. Yeah. yeah. So the forum's internal, yeah. so all the members. So, mm. yeah, I'm in there answering everything. And I have tried to have someone help me, but it's not the same because they don't answer in the way that I would or yeah. I get frustrated. Well, it, comes from a, it comes from a different place, doesn't it? And I'm a control, yeah. a bit of a control freak with that sort of stuff as well because mm. it is me. Yeah. And I'm a... I'm a perfectionist. I guess <laughs> w- w- when we have people ask about, you know, that, that similar question, who who are in this space, you know, whether it be, you know, uh, fitness businesses that are at scale, they are always quite um, surprised that M's still heavily involved in that sort of communication with... Mm, with the one-on-one. The one-on-one. So, you know, yeah. all, all the Instagram posts commenting back to people that, you know, will message her through that or messages on her Instagram and in the forum and it's still it's still like you know a daily you know multiple hours of the day mm. is is taught and i guess that's why that's why i guess it's 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 grown to what it has because of that sort of you know you know back in the day you know 15 years ago if there's someone you looked up to there's no way to communicate with them mm. you just there was no tool but now there is you mm. know you can you want to you want to speak to kanye west hey you can you can send a message you can't or something you can send him a message you might not read it but hey you might <laughs> you know what i mean it's mm. just so now people that you know, fitness people or sports people—they're all accessible. So for us, um, when when people reach out to M and ask her a question or, or have some sort of query, you know, she tries her best to get back to as many people as it's as hard possible. not being able to get back to everyone because I I feel bad and there are hundreds of messages a day and on Instagram. Mm. Oh. It's unbelievable, and you I can't. You need to just record do the answer and let someone type it out. Yeah, well, you. I've been using that Siri talking thing. Oh yeah, because my Siri fingers, on your phone. Yeah, because yeah. I'm getting like arthritis in my fingers from typing. <laughs> but yeah, Siri gets it wrong a lot, so I've got to go back and edit. Otherwise, she says some weird things to them. <laughs> Mate, I've really enjoyed having you guys on the uh, on the show today. Yeah, it's, it's been great. Really good. People us. are really going to enjoy uh, the the content we've recorded. I still can't believe me has been so angelic. <laughs> that is the word, isn't it? Angelic she is out for She's now. Gorgeous, and and we all wish you guys the absolute uh, world of happiness and Thank love. Thank you so much. And uh, I'm sure everything will be fantastic. For anyone who wants to uh, catch up with Emily Sky, if you have not already, where do they find you? And what are your pages? I know you've got, you've got a beauty page and this page and what the. Fuck? Yeah, well, <laughs> the website's emilysky.com, and you can also get my program on there. My Instagram's emilyskyfit. Don't forget the e after the like in the sky. sky. It's not S-K-Y sky as in the blue sky. Yes. Um, and then Facebook's Emily Sky. I think Twitter's Miss Emily Sky. I don't know why. You haven't asked me to marry you yet, so it's no, Miss. No, it's because it's, 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 it's... Oh, here we Jim go. Got that game up. Uh, it's because, like, back in the day, you know, when you were 16 years old, like, we were talking, you know, what, 15 they years ago I don't have time now. for this story, though. It's like everyone was calling themselves Little Miss something or other. <laughs> little Miss oh, Beach yes. Bunny. Little Miss yeah, yeah. is like... So I was, was Little Miss Beach Babe it was, it was back call, in the day. It was called cool to call yourself Miss, Beach babe. Yeah. Miss something or other, so... When I was, like, 15 or 16 on And we've had discussions about changing that name on Twitter, but you can't. 
you yeah, just can't. Yeah, you're not allowed to change <laughs> so it. I'm just going to finish by asking, <laughs> when are you going to pop the question deck? <laughs> hey, that's a that's fuck now. You got that's, a child, mate. Oh, you know hey, that. that's a work in progress. Don't I worry, want the don't same last that. name. Of don't worry song. about that. There's 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 plans in motion. I love it. Pr- yeah. Pressure's on now. <laughs> Good on you guys once again. Thanks so much. It's been a really nice conversation. Thanks, mate. Very Appreciate authentic it. as I expected. Thank and, you. Um, everyone listening, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please uh, feel free to share it. Um, throw Emily Sky out there to your audience. You know she's highly authentic and out there to help people and she's one of the great people fighting the good fight that you want to be in power to get in and support as well. So thanks so much, uh, Emma and Deck, and uh, we'll see you guys next week on The Travelling Wellness thanks, Show. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Caravan Conversations, proudly produced by PSE Supplements. To see more about the podcast, including notes from the episode, please visit caravanconversations.com.